Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. And good morning. Welcome in. Hopefully, love is in the air for you after Valentine's Day. We are The Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Good morning. Welcome in. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice. Um, Auburn and Tennessee took care of business last night. Um, Of course, Tennessee ran Arkansas out of their own gym. And then that's what happens when you have two dudes go over 20 points, including Dalton Connect again. And uh, Auburn wore out South Carolina, didn't they? And they had two dudes go for 20-plus, which in college basketball is uh, unbelievable. Show is brought to you by the Amazing Steaks, Vino, and uh, Bourbon Selection at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. Don't forget that they have Patron Extra Añejo, and it is delicious. Aged for three-plus years. It is amazing. You pair that with a ribeye or a rack of lamb or a New York strip, you're going to be happy. You know, maybe, Ooh. again, you can go with a side of crab meat, side of crawfish, or side of, you know, bacon-wrapped shrimp. What, what do they call the shrimp again? Shrimp lejean. Shrimp lejean. Yeah. So elegant. Well, you know? I didn't think about that, but I'll take that. That's the thing. Maybe I need to start coming up with elegant names for the food that I cook. Because I got some skill. I got a little bit of skill. You got a little bit of skill. I think you should do that over the weekend. You know, maybe come up with some French I'm leaning nonsense. for your nickname, Turbo. Turbo? Yeah. I like Turbo. Yeah. I like Turbo a lot. Yeah. At I, first, it was Thumper. That's when I first started. Well, it, Thumper would be easy for you. Mm-hmm. But Turbo is, is one that's, you know, 
that I really like because we we took a lot of them out. Yeah, you know I wasn't going to do um, flex. I can't do. But anyway, the show is brought to you by Kessler Prime <laughs> and the Renaissance. They have Patron Extra Añejo. If you're looking for something special, it is delicious. And uh, I love it with a, a big old cube, ice cube rock and a little slice of orange. That's heaven. Pair it with the ribeye medium rare and dig into some uh, fries and mushrooms and bacon wrapped shrimp. Yum. Did I do that well? Come on. All right. Um I hit baseball a little bit. We just did Dylan DeLucia. I thought he was great. You don't ever know what you're going to get. Not everybody is supposed to be uh, infectious and magnetic and that engaging. But when you have somebody who starts, uh, you know, laughing and and just kind of is naturally <laughs> uh, infectious on the air, it's, it's a gift for the host. Mm-hmm. Makes it really easy. And I didn't know him. Don't know him. Uh, Jason set up the interview. He did a great job. Unbelievable run. Uh, I had a good friend who is a massive Ole Miss alum and fan, and he texted me yesterday after listening to it on the podcast, and he said, now this guy, I, I mean, lives, breathes, football, basketball, baseball. Okay. He said Dylan's performance against Arkansas is the greatest single-person single performance in a game in the history of Ole Miss sports. And this guy is mm. beyond rabid. Wow. So I was like, that's all I need to know. So that can yeah. be argued and debated within the Ole Miss family. That's fine. It doesn't matter to me. But that's what he said in the text. And I thought, nice. I like that. Your Ag Up equipment text line, would you, it, that's at least a strong argument, right? Oh, Jason? yeah. No, I'd say, I'd say that's number one. Okay. Ag Up equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Twitter X at Bow Bounds. And we'll do the Stella Artois. And I mean, what a great beer to go with steaks. Yeah. Stella Artois caller line, 601-707-3750. All right. So a couple of things I'm, I'm keeping an eye on. It, it was a rough year last year for, and this is an understatement, but it was a rough year last year for um, Lamonis and Bianco. Mm-hmm. And none of us were happy. And we all like to win. And we like the feeling of winning and we like to text our friends and call our friends and we like to eat steaks and whatever you like, a Diet Coke or a glass of Wilderness Trail bourbon when we celebrate. So y'all want more of those and you want to get over 33 wins and you want to punch your ticket to the regional and I think that's great. So we need to do that. We need to see what's on the mound. I feel like if, if you know one or both lose over the weekend, there'll be a massive freak out. Guys, any of these teams can sign a dude who's either throwing junk or just has really, really good stuff. I mean, remember where Paul Skeens transferred from? Air Force to LSU. You didn't know who he was. Now, he just made $8 million last summer, right? Because he was awesome. So with travel ball and the money that has been made in this country the last especially 30 plus years there are plenty of kids out there that can that can deal and throw that don't get on the South Carolina Ole Miss MSU LSU roster it's just the way it is mm-hmm. and so you don't ever know if you're going to walk in 
to a, a an East Tennessee State or an Air Force or, you know, whatever, Wyoming Tech, and they're just dealing in one of the three games. But the bottom line is you got to have better pitching and uh, timely hitting, and I'm stating the obvious. So there you go. Um, you got to punch guys out and and get swing and miss, and you can't walk guys all over the, you know, yard and and miss the strike zone and i will also be interested to see what the what the zone looks like uh we talked about that last year uh kind of what they're trying to do uh speed up the game and Mm -hmm. so on so we'll all that we got 56 games we're not going to know everything after the first weekend but man it's going to be fun and i'm looking forward to it so i'll be at uh at least one of the games maybe two of the games this weekend so do we have a caller we do we do. We got LSU. Somebody from jail? It's a uh, well, maybe I don't know what LSU ten's been. Is up that to. still the thing in jail? You get one call of the day, or now do people get cell phones? I think so. I think people sneak cell phones in. Okay, we don't know where. where we don't want to know where they sneak them in. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm okay. Uh, but yeah, I think they do get. I think it's still a one call thing. Yeah. Okay. But LSU ten was calling. Uh, he had a comment on Valentine's Day. Boy, I bet this will be epic. All right, the Stella Artois <laughs> caller line, LSU 10, what's up? i just going to tell you, my wife doesn't fuss about my hunting, fishing, football, all that stuff. Dozen Roses delivered to her job yesterday, reservations at Shapley's, and some good reserve, and a diamond tennis bracelet. Nice. Ooh. Wow. I tell you, I don't play when it comes to her. I've never been happier. And look, like I said, she doesn't say a word about my hunting or fishing and football. So I'm going to take care of her. (laughs) I love it, man. Thanks for the call, LSU 10. You bet. Y'all have a great day. Okay, buddy. You too. Well, I hope that uh, diamond tennis bracelet was brought to you by Juniker Jewelry Store. Because I know they've got an amazing selection. And uh, John and Corey and the team at Juniker Jewelry Store are awesome. And we love having them as the official jewelry store on the Out of Bounds show. They're right over here. Not even a half a mile from Jason and I on Highland Colony in Madison. Free, beautiful freestanding building. Juniker, Juniker, Juniker Jewelry Store. Engagement rings, mm-hmm. diamond bracelets, earrings, and necklaces. Yes, I just got a text. Steve Palazzolo will be joining us. NFL Insider, Pro Football Focus, best site out there, pff.com. Yes, Chris Collinsworth owns it, who you see on NBC every Sunday night throughout the season. And we're excited to have um, his top dog in Pro Football Focus on. Uh, He was down at the Senior Bowl and out in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, so he missed the last two Thursdays. We'll jump into some fun NFL, and guess what time it is? It's NFL draft time, and it's gotten bigger and bigger and more fun to cover, so that's going to be fun, too. Steve Palazzolo on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line at 830. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Rick's Pro Truck and RPT. We got three locations. Retail, baby. Uh, Rick's Pro Truck, Gluckstadt, Flowood, and RPT Commercial in Pearl. And yes, Casey's in Gluckstadt. He's the Notre Dame fan. Let him know that they're staring five and seven in the face for 2024. And that they're scared to uh, join a real conference. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, rickspro.truck.com for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Jeep, truck, or SUV. Uh, I've got Jason with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We're going NFL for 24 minutes from 8.30 up to the top of the hour. Don't forget that 7.30, 8.30, and 9.30 are all 24-minute segments. No breaks. We did that. For you now, we have to take some breaks. We've got to pay for everything. You do, you do too in your business. We got to do it in ours. But um, yeah, seven thirty, eight thirty, and nine thirty. They're all SEC insider hits. Twenty four minutes, no breaks. Looking forward to Steve Palazzolo coming on. And he's a little, you know, he's on the injured reserve list. He's a little under the weather, mm. but he's still he's going to play hurt this morning. This is his flu game. Everybody has a flu game. You had you got stung by a wasp last summer and had to come in and still muscle it out. That's right. Did I get stung by a wasp? You did. Yeah. Wow. It was like my third week working. Here. Oh yeah, I was down there <laughs> spraying down by the boathouse, and man, like I felt like thirty of them came after me. I was running <laughs> on my uh, repaired meniscus knee, powered by Mississippi Sports Medicine. It was serious. The bionic. If somebody would have been, if if a neighbor would have been videoing me with the can of wasp spray and as I hit the nest underneath the chair and they start flying at me and I got ding I, you know, I got smoked right from the jump and I thought <laughs> I've got to turn on the turbo. I got to turn on the jets. Oh yeah. No okay. doubt. And just peel I out. I was high stepping back to the house. Were you doing like, like Walter the... Payton in nineteen eighty two? Or uh, or Dion? Okay. Neon Dion? Oh yeah, Dion in eighty eight. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, were you doing like the waving the arms around too? Like you were on some kind of drugs or something? Maybe I, you know, like I said, I would love to see a video of how ridiculous I look. <laughs> but yeah, this is his flu game. Yeah, so, I yeah, mean, that's true. And I, I came in the next day. I mean, that's serious. That is. That's, lay, I lay it on the line. That's heart for, for Alpha. Can't teach heart. No, no, that's the heart of that's brave heart type stuff. <laughs> you ever watch that movie? Freedom. What are you talking? Of course. Okay, that's a classic. And whenever they uh, whenever they show their butts in their kilts, that's pretty funny too. <laughs> Interesting that you came up with that, right? Like off the cuff. That's um, that's the 
the big comedic moment in the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that now. I wasn't thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about Willie Gay with the ball of Hennessy at the Kansas City Chiefs uh, Super Bowl parade. Oh, talk about living. Man. Talk about living. Two, two Lombardi trophies, not even close to 30 years old. You think he's living the dream? That's pretty. I Is mean, that guy ripped or what? Jeez. Yikes. I mean, wow. I mean, I get it. O- Ole Miss has some, you know, big receivers and stuff whenever we get people in the league, but I feel like every time State has a really good defensive player, they're always jacked. Yeah. Like Fletcher Cox, he's starting to become, you know, he's getting up in age, still jacked. Like I saw him. Chris in- Jones and Jeffrey Simmons yeah, are jacked. Jeffrey and Simmons. Ooh. Dude. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, you know, I actually spent. Th- Three hours with Jeffrey Simmons within 10 feet of him at the College World Series. And that's when you really, I mean, he's just hanging out in a shirt and shorts. Yeah. Dude. Montez Sweat? Yeah. Ooh. Montez Sweat, yeah. That guy can move your SUV if you parked wrong. He can just pick it up. That's a good point. Yikes. That's a good point. Man, those guys are making a lot of money. Good Lord. Hopefully they're doing well with it. And... But yeah, Willie Day, Willie Gay with the ball of Hennessy laying down in the street uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Um, what a world we live in. Is that your spirit animal? Wow. I would like to hang out with him. I mean, if he comes back to Starkville in the offseason, I'm down with a couple of glasses of Hennessy and listening to stories. Little wings at two bros? Probably about 50. <laughs> yeah. You know, 10 oh, for me, 40 for him. No doubt. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of two brothers, I may have to hit that on Saturday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get up and start moving on Saturday morning from Hattiesburg. Get on up to uh, Stark Vegas. I got a very fun but uh, active next 48 hours. Mm. So we'll be live from Bocoma tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. And um, I'm having dinner at Crescent City Grill. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. And then you get to double up on Saturday. You get a little hoops. Yeah, a, a little dogs on the diamond. Right, not too bad. You're right. That hit, when that hits in Starkville and Oxford, that's beautiful. One o'clock tip, Mississippi State, Arkansas. They need that dub. Mm-hmm. And then four o'clock first pitch, and and Stephen will be throwing for uh, for State the Purdue transfer. Dome will go Friday. Yeah, all right. Uh, well, we still got some time. You want to talk about? That was way too much sports. You want to talk about uh, best hangover food? <laughs> oh, definitely. Okay. So, we're, we have Steve Palazzolo coming up next. So, that'll be hardcore 24-minute sports. NFL, NFL draft, what in the world the Cowboys are doing, and so on. Uh, we'll talk a little Mike Zimmer. Da-da-da-da. Um, right, off, right off the top of your head, what's your, what's your favorite hangover food? Mozzarella sticks. I think, you're, I think you're, you just nailed it with fried cheese. Mm-hmm. Because if you're, yeah. It's either that or you've got to get into brunch quickly. You know that, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I, 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 brunch is a lifesaver, like the, you know, the Bravo pizza. Dude. Ooh. Scrambled eggs on top, Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary, or Aperol Spritz, just to get the, the ju- you know, get the body back balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, equilibrium. Yeah. That's what you, yeah. Um, but I love that. Mm-hmm. Fried cheese. Fried What's che- the best fried? So people rave about the grills fried cheese, okay? 
but Two Brothers has amazing and very underrated because their wings are the star and tacos. What's your favorite fried cheese in Oxford? Ooh, favorite fried cheese in Oxford. Sometimes Bee's Barbecue, okay. whenever they decide to have mozzarella sticks, because it's like a, so that's the barbecue place that's inside the gas station that Coach O talks about in The Blind Side, which, you know, all-time great movie. Got, oh, yeah, all-time great <laughs> fiction. Um, so Bee's Barbecue has a good one also. Uh, Larson's Cash Saver, and I know that some people are going to call me crazy. Cash Saver in Oxford, it's like an off-brand grocery store. Okay. Whenever they serve lunch, they, it's the ones that have like lunch plates, and they have excellent mozzarella Some of the best steaks. food in Mississippi's at these places you're describing. I'm telling I'm with you. Uh, I'm telling you. So that, and then probably number two on hangover food is an all-star breakfast from Waffle House. That's probably number two. Really? Yeah. I, think, I agree with, with hash browns. Mm-hmm. There's something about some hash browns with a... Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary to get you going. Oh, yeah. Um, But, and you know what else is just, I mean, let's just be honest. If you're at a really quality local place, like Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue, but any number of places. Right, right. An unbelievable cheeseburger. Ooh, yeah. And fries, too. I don't know what it is about fries in the morning. Absolutely. And and that's when you do need just a little ketchup. Oh. You know? Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Onion rings? Could, could be there. No doubt. Onion rings, no doubt. Some people are going to say omelet. Let's ask our listeners. Best hangover food. I'll come up with something to give away. Um, I'm not giving away that bottle of ranch dressing, though. But uh, <laughs> That's here to stay. <laughs> yeah, that's here to stay. Let's go with the Ag Up Equipment text line. 601-885-3776. Top three hangover foods for you. On National Hangover Food Day. Is that did I get that mm-hmm. right, Jason? Yeah. All right. Steve Palazzolo coming up next on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Steve Palazzolo. NFL, NFL uh, NFL draft's gonna be so much fun. Where is it this year, Jason? I don't know. Surely it's not in Kansas. No, that was last year. I didn't want to go to Kansas. I did, I don't want to say that out loud. Uh congratulations to them winning another Super Bowl. Um is that a road trip that we could? I had so much fun in Vegas almost two years ago. Should be legal. It's in Detroit. I don't think I'm going there. All right, we're live in the Bank Plus studio. <laughs> Steve Palazzolo, pro football focus. NFL, I guess with some college football, considering it's NFL draft time. Back in a sec. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Good weekend for sports, believe it or not, in the state of Mississippi as Mississippi State and Ole Miss get uh, baseball underway. Ole Miss four games against Hawaii, Mississippi State three games against Air Force. And then we've got college basketball, uh, which is exciting too. And Mississippi State will host Arkansas at 1 o'clock on Saturday. That's all brought to you by an amazing Boar's Head charcuterie board. Uh, great for the games. 
obviously, or anytime. Premium meats, cheeses, and hummus, boar's head compromise elsewhere. We welcome in our friend uh, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. He's been down at the Senior Bowl and then Las Vegas. And uh, this is kind of like his flu game uh, where he's under the weather, but uh, we know he's going to have a great performance here over the next 20-something minutes. Steve Palazzolo, good morning. Welcome in. Yeah, thanks for having me again. I'm you know, going to play through it. You know, if I'm going to have two weeks away, that's, you know, that's what happens sometimes. Man, oh, man. Uh, NFL insider. What, how many nights, how many days were you out in Vegas? A whole week. I was Monday to Monday. Ooh. So Ooh. We, we flew home early, first thing Monday morning this week. And did you, did you have a great time? Uh, yeah, it was good. I didn't do anything crazy. I'm not. I'm not crazy or anything, so it was all good. I like the uh, I like the networking and the, you know, seeing uh, Twitter friends in person once or twice a year, you know, that type of thing. So it's always good to catch up with, with uh, friends around the NFL. Best meal you had in Vegas? Oh, we went to uh, Peter Luger Steakhouse. Good lord! Yeah, f- four of us, uh, four of the PFF guys. They uh, they have like a steak for four, but like I was going to order that myself, so. <laughs> We got a steak for four, and then they, it's like a real simple menu. You know, it's just steak, and then like a sirloin for two. So we got like steak for six for four of us, and uh, and crushed it. So it was good. Do you remember the temp? Was it medium rare? What did, what did y'all go with? Yeah, we went medium rare. Good, good. Um, good stuff. Did you see some? Who was the most famous person you saw last week? Oh man, I mean. I was at a uh, party where like T.O. was over there and Dr. Oz and Cedric the Entertainer, I guess. I don't know. There was just, there's just people everywhere. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, how many shows did you do? Like 48? No, we just did one a day. Okay. And then, uh, and then my, my podcast partner, Sam, he had his real flu game. He was at the Super Bowl in the press box starting to get the sickness that I have right now. So he had to play through it live after the show on Sunday night, after the game on Sunday night. Dang. So uh, I think we did we did six total. So we did like five down there and then a post-game show on, on Sunday. Did you see Chris Collinsworth? No, no. Chris is always in like uh, secret uh, upscale parties and stuff. So <laughs> I usually see him. I see him in Cincinnati, not, not at the Super Bowl, though. He gets in later. He'll get in like on a Friday and hang out through the weekend. Yeah, but uh, do not. I usually don't catch up with him at the Super Bowl. You know, he's still on top of his game as a color analyst, Steve. Oh, for sure, he's legit. He's got. I mean, that's that's the story of why he bought PFF initially. He's he worked so hard trying to prepare for games, and he you know stumbled upon PFF and then you know just bought it. But you know, he works really hard. You know, as far as uh, weekly prep and what he does to know every team inside and out, how they play, what the storylines are, so. It's all the it's all that preparation Monday through Saturday that I think has them ready to go on Sunday night. Steve Palazzolo, NFL Insider, on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. I feel like it was a week or two ago, and we've almost talked about it too much. But I do have to ask you about one piece, or you know, part of the game, and, and that's the overtime. And should the, should the 49ers have deferred the football? Yeah, I mean, I think probably. I, I don't detest 
Shanahan's explanation that he wants the ball third. There is a there is a world where it's you know tied, and then the team with the ball has it in sudden death. I think the problem was, and I caught this live, and I don't I didn't, I didn't go back to confirm it on the broadcast, but it did seem like whoever made the call for the Niners was a little hesitant. They said, "What do you, you won the toss? What do you want to do?" And they were like, "Uh, uh receive." And it was almost like they reverted back to like, well, of course, it's overtime. We, we obviously want to receive. Whereas the, the reports out of, out of Kansas City, you know, Kansas City has a guy, you know, I've just seen the report today, a guy named Mike Frazier who studies game management. And, that, you know, that's a big part of his role with the Chiefs. And, um, you know, our PFF data certainly helps with a lot of that. We're familiar with, you know, some of how teams operate. But they were having their guy, Mike Frazier, from the front office, really informing the team throughout the – throughout practice in the playoffs, just what overtime looks like and just making sure that they were prepared. I think the story is maybe a little overblown because people love to run with narratives, but sure. it did feel like the Niners were a little unprepared. Um, even, I mean, I wasn't even, I, I, when they said there's a new game, I think they meant, Hey, the quarter's not just going to end and reset. We're going to continue. I, I think I understood that, but there was still like a little indecision there. So end of the day, they probably should have kicked like it's probably closer to college where you want to know what you're going after, then you can have a two-point conversion choice if you want to go for the win. But um, it did feel like the Niners were just not necessarily as prepared as the, as the Chiefs in that moment. All right. Did you bet on the game? No, I don't. I try not to. Okay. I make um, my picks. I mean, I picked the Chiefs. It, it, it was funny because I thought all the – all of our data at PFF said the Niners have a slight edge. And I'm like, you know, I, I think the totality of the data leaning Niners makes sense, but the, the way the chiefs have played in the playoffs, I, I liked them. So I was right. At least got that down. <laughs> Steve Palazzolo on the out of bounds show ESPN one Oh five nine, the zone. Okay. Let's go into Chris Jones. He is a, uh, Five-time Pro Bowler, three Lombardi trophies. Romo was talking about him all night. He's had some big moments in the postseason. Uh, where would you? Which which direction would you go today? Is Chris Jones in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Oh, the Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you start to add the, the team team awards, matter in those discussions, and now you're talking three Super Bowls. And I'll tell you what, like I, I love the QB discussion and the goat discussions and. I still think Tom Brady's the best and Mahomes is going to you know, make a run and what have you. But when you go back through the Chiefs' wins in this game, maybe the Bills game, and you're just like, man, it really is a play here and there that the Chiefs always seem to make as a team, not just Mahomes. The whole team starts to make a, like one or two more plays than their opponents. And Chris Jones is just at the forefront of that, You know, the, the pressure on Josh Allen on what could have been the game-winning touchdown in the Buffalo game pressure on Brock Purdy to stop touchdowns in the Super Bowl. And then just the ability of Chris Jones to move around the line of the, the line of scrimmage. You know, he when he rushes against tackles, it's like they save it for, you know, six to eight times a game. Chris Jones is going to play on the edge and he's going to get the tackle one on one. And he'll win. He wins more often than not at, at the crucial times when the Chiefs decide this is when we're going to line him up against this guy. Here's the matchup we're going for. He did it against the Bengals in the AFC championship last year defeats the tackle for a sack on Joe Burrow that helps the Chiefs win. I mean, every single one of those Chiefs games, if you go back and you could say, well, here's where Mahomes was great, or here's the thing that Mahomes did in this comeback attempt or in this game-winning drive, you can 
have those same discussions about Chris Jones. And as a defensive lineman, that's crazy. It is unbelievable to be able to make that kind of impact at the crucial times as consistently as he does. So, yeah, Chris Jones, I'll say yes, Hall of Fame. He has been outstanding, and he's got this, this playoff resume and run to, uh, to lean on now. High praise from our man Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider, pro football focus. All right, let's switch gears because um, I have Chiefs fatigue. Um, all right, we'll go to something that's not as awesome for me, uh, the Cowboys. So uh, how do you – what grade do you give the Cowboys for the Mike Zimmer hire as defensive coordinator, Steve P? I, I like Zimmer I, as, a, as a coach. I don't think he likes PFF very much, but I like Zimmer as a coach. I mean, he he did a nice job in Minnesota. I know he was the head coach for a while. They were they were consistently good, and even as things got toward the end there, I mean, Zimmer was uh, he had really good defenses. He was very good on third down. Uh, he's got that. I think I think one of the trends around the NFL right now is the ability to uh, create the illusion of pressure. Basically, you know, we're gonna we're going to blitz five, but you don't know where they're coming from, or we're still just going to rush four, but you're, we're going to mess up your protections and you know, make you get rid of the ball quickly, whatever it might be. Mike Zimmer's very good at that. He's, he's had several games you know, historically that I can remember with, with Minnesota where like Matthew Stafford's Lions, just they had no chance. You know, he, Stafford would get sacked seven or eight times, and it wasn't even because the Vikings were winning one-on-ones. It was because they couldn't handle the blitz scheme you know, and the pass rush scheme that, that Mike Zimmer had. So I think he's got a very good third down defense. You know, it's, it's the challenge is going to be, okay, are they, are they going to upgrade over Dan Quinn? Are they going to overcorrect and say, well, we used to, we, we had these 210 pound safety linebacker hybrids. Now we're going to have 250 pound linebackers because we don't want that to happen again. You have to be careful. And I think Zimmer was saying the right things at the press conference yesterday. Basically you got to see what the players can do, put them in the right position to succeed I have faith that he'll be able to do that. There's still a ton of talent there. They're obviously trying to get over that hump. And um, I, I don't think it's a when, – when you lose a Dan Quinn, who I think has done a great job there the last three years, there's a chance there could be a big drop-off or this big unknown. And I think Dallas has done as well as they can to bring in a veteran like Mike Zimmer to, to take over the D. All right. So Steve Palazzolo likes the hire. Um, interesting. All right. Pro football. Are you fo- okay with it? How are you, though? Uh, I'm good. Look, this, this all comes back. I, I, I watch the Dallas media. I mean, I monitor that and I do the, in the national media. And to me, it's just the same thing, Steve, um, that they don't have a general manager. I know, you know, Will McClay and, and I get all that, but in a league and you know this better than I do because of the company you work for and all the awesome, cool stuff y'all do. But in a league that is decided by less than a whisker, you can't be set up. You know, I started off in business first before getting into sports media. And most people in media don't understand business. And the one thing that I look at is the way that they're aligned and their model does not work to give you NFC championship appearances, much less Super Bowl appearances. So when I hear the whole dog and pony show every year, I go, it's the same thing. The 49ers are not, they're not built like this the Eagles, the Chiefs, and some of the other teams. So I don't think they're as talented as as the media claims either. And I think Romo and Dak have absolutely carried the franchise, and I think that they could very easily be the Texans, Jets, or 
or Browns or Jaguars at times the last 15 years, if not for really good to sometimes really, really good QB play. They've got some other options, but uh, you have to have a an unbelievable general manager, in my opinion, to win at the highest level in this league This decided by a fingernail. Your thoughts? Am I yeah, crazy? I, no, I think that it's an interesting take because I, I don't disagree. I mean, I'm in... I mean, I, I work for a business now too. You see that, you see that type of stuff, right? The leadership stuff matters. I mean, a lot of that's why I don't, I don't feel great commenting on head coaching hires and things like that because I don't know. Like we don't really know. Nobody, unless you, unless you were in the interview with Dan Campbell, knew that maybe Dan Campbell would be good. Right. But on the surface, you would just say, oh, he doesn't have a super special scheme. Why are we hiring that guy? It turns out he's incredible, for the most part, right? So, I think. I think that stuff matters, right? Structure and, you know, how you, how you build a team and the franchise. The, the part I'll disagree with, though, is I, I do think they're really talented. And the part that I don't, no matter what the structure is, I still think they've, they've gotten on the green, so to speak, right? They're consistently on the green, on the green, on the green, in the playoffs. And, but there's some sort of mental component to this. And I don't even know if any structure has anything to do with that, why can't this talented team just win a couple games in the playoffs? You know, more than the one that they that they won last year against the Bucks. That part, I don't know how they solve that. Other than like they just need, I don't know, they need to stumble into it, play carefree. But there's something because um, I, I did uh, some Dallas radio last week, and I, you know, we just joked around for 20 minutes and just said, I don't have any answers for you guys. Well, you know, you're going to go through next year and win 12 games again. It's, and it's the like, same okay, thing. Don't choke. Yeah, and, and look, either David Hellman or Bobby Belt said the same thing, and they're 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 two guys that I I don't always agree with, but I agree with a lot of what they do, and they they keep their finger on the pulse. And one of them posted that look, it, this was right around the McCarthy chatter that that maybe Jerry and Stephen go another direction, and and they one of them posted, look, John Harbaugh and Mike Vrabel are not going to put up with what you have to put up with as the Dallas Cowboys head coach. And that's all I needed to know. It's a circus. And the teams that win, here's my point to you, the teams that win, that bottle it for a few years outside the Chiefs and Patriots, which as you know, are outliers and an anomaly. But but the the teams that bottle it, uh, don't, they're not a circus, Steve. The Ravens, the 49ers, the Eagles, the Chiefs. Now the line, they're not a circus. And what David Hellman and Bobby Belt were telling me as Cowboys insiders is is still a circus, and I you just can't win like that in this league. It's too damn good. Yeah, no, it's tough to disagree there because I think anybody can just relate to their jobs and structure and bosses and what have you, and they're all that stuff matters because it matters who you hire, it matters the work environment, it all does matter. Yeah, it does add up. All right, let's uh, let's switch gears here. Did the, oh, I like this, Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider, pro football focus, pff.com. Did the Chargers make the best coaching move of the offseason, Steve? I just told you I can't comment on these coaching moves. No, I, think, <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think that's, uh, I think it's the highest upside play. You know, the, the Jim Harbaugh, who, turned around Stanford, turned around the Niners, turned around Michigan. Okay, we've got this, you know, multi-level track record of turning things around. And, again, the head coach is not just an X's and O's genius. I think 
I think Kyle Shanahan might be, um, but not every head coach is like that. They're, they're generally a CEO. They run the whole thing. And I think Harbaugh's shown that he could do that. So I, I do like that. I mean, the other, the other challenge here is, okay, you're in the division with the Chiefs. So what's the, what's the best solution for trying to overcome the Chiefs? I mean, I think you have to take a big swing if you're the Chargers and, and go for the high upside play. Now, my concern or the question I would have with Harbaugh he brings in Greg Roman. Roman's done better with mobile quarterbacks, QB run game with Colin Kaepernick, with uh, Lamar Jackson through the years. Do that in Jim Harbaugh. We just saw him in Michigan. You know, they'd have they'd have six tight ends out there and four defensive linemen and just you know run the ball at the gut over and over again. Do they have does Harbaugh have enough to adjust to today's NFL with Justin Herbert under center? Are they going to run the ball too much? Are they going to be you know, trying to play old school football in a world where they're going to have to compete with the Chiefs and try to keep up offensively. So that's what I'm keeping an eye on there. But I think Harbaugh's smart enough to to play play the style that's needed. And again, he's had success at every level. So yeah, I think that's the play for the Chargers, a team that's generally on the on the cheaper side and doesn't make those big splash type of moves. And uh, it's an aggressive move, and I think I think they needed it. They've got an opportunity here with Herbert and some of the other key pieces that they have on the team. I, I now's the time of year over the next 90 days where we also pick apart quarterbacks, as you know, from college and, um, and make sure that we just chase our tail and go crazy. Um, it's early, but do you have Caleb Williams is the surefire bona fide number one pick in the NFL draft without a doubt quarterback out of Southern Cal? Yeah, I would take Caleb Williams. I mean, I think, I think you have to, I, I think there's an element of chasing some of that upside with the quarterback play just because it, it's a, it's a different evaluation process you're, than other positions. You're not just trying to get starters. I, my goal is not to find a starting caliber quarterback. It's to try to find a difference maker. And even if Caleb Williams has some issues with his game, holding the ball too long, maybe not taking the check downs and the easy stuff, maybe taking too many negative plays. Uh, struggled a little bit down the stretch last year, especially under pressure. I think Caleb Williams has the the highest chance to to hit a home run, right? To be a game changer at the next level. Now there's a lot of steps along the way there. And you're going to hear the Patrick Mahomes comps because they do some things stylistically, but Mahomes made all of those steps, right? The scouting report might read similar, but Mahomes got better at playing within structure, taking what was there, not forcing the ball. Um, sitting in the pocket when he needed to, scrambling when he needed to, knowing the you know feel for the game. Mahomes did everything better. So even if Caleb Williams does a few things better, you know he could be a special player at the next level. So I'll take Caleb Williams. Obviously, he's he's not a perfect prospect. I don't even know if he's generational, but he has the ability to be um, if he cleans up parts of his game. So I would I would take my chances with Caleb Williams if I'm sitting there at one. All right, I'm gonna give you the most uh, overlooked, underrated QB. In the draft. Well, it's like legitimate, you know, top three rounds. I'm not yeah. talking about somebody mid-seventh that's going to... Um, that that played for a terrible system, bad OC, and so on. But who, who's got the tools, skills, athleticism, and so on. I think he could be a gamer. Uh, Spencer Rattler. Yeah, Rat, Rattler's fascinating. I mean, there was a point a couple years ago where the QB classes coming out didn't look great and like Spencer Rattler was the guy that we just expected in part because he followed uh, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, uh, Jalen Hurts and it was like oh he'll be the next Oklahoma quarterback and he'll develop and he'll be great 
and it just didn't work out like that. But yeah, he he took uh, he was under a lot of heat, a lot of pressure at South Carolina. Um, saw him at the Senior Bowl a couple weeks ago. He did do a really nice job there. Um, I I love Spencer Rattler as that. If you can get him in the middle round, I love that. Um, I, I don't think he developed as people would have liked, and there's obviously some question marks because of um, you know how it happened at South Carolina and everything. But yeah, I think Spencer Rattler has a ton of tools. An ability to develop, and you know, we heard some of that buzz at the Senior Bowl, and from the uh, director of the Senior Bowl, Jim Nagy, kind of pointed him out even before we went down there. So yeah, I think you're, I think you're on as far as Rattler goes, and I do think maybe late second, third round type of range does make sense for him. Yeah, I like that. All right, um, we'll leave it there because we've got a lot of time between now and Detroit um, and the NFL draft. Are you going to go up there? No, we usually record from Cincinnati. So okay, we'll cover it. We'll cover it live here. So yeah, I can't get motivated to go there after going to Vegas two years ago for the draft. I, I can't. Yeah. Have you been to Detroit? Um, I've gone up to training camp a couple times for the Lions, but that's about it. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you feel better. Thanks for playing hurt today. And uh, thank you. I'm glad that you uh, had a good trip to the Senior Bowl. We'll dive into more of that. Kind of your thoughts on on some SEC players and that the Super Bowl went well for Pro Football Focus. And uh, get better and have a good weekend. Great. It was great to be back. Thanks, Bo. Yeah, we'll talk soon. All right, buddy. You're clutch, and we love you. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus. And he's, the podcast was, like, nominated for NFL Podcast of the Year. The guy's on fire, and I'm happy for him. And PFF.com is everywhere. So there you go. Uh, we did some – we're going to do tons of NFL hits with him. in the. Actually, it's, it's even more fun – believe it or not, in the offseason with him because it's pure speculation mm-hmm. and the unknown and between the draft and what could happen with um, Jason's Vikings, the Saints, people are listening. Uh, they're ready for a reboot there. You're going to walk it back with Dennis Allen again. The Cowboys, people love to, to dog uh, the Cowboys and their lack of NFC championships appearances the last 27 years <laughs> and Dak. And, you know, maybe some of the other things. I mean, are the Chiefs just going to continue to... History tells us no. Uh, we like to fall on the, the Patriots uh, kind of crutch. But history tells us that you can't. This league doesn't allow you to do this. So can Veach, their general manager, can Andy Reid, their head coach, and can Mahomes and Chris Jones? Well, we'll see what happens with Chris Jones. But, you know, can you continue to do this? In a league that is, it's not like college football and it's not like high school where we get blowouts and blowouts and blowouts. This league, as we saw in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs, close game after close game, Mm -hmm. Jason, which is why we love it and why they had a hundred, you know, a a billion people watching the game or whatever. But uh, the Out of Bounds show is brought to you by Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. Guess what? They have a new location in Dogwood. B3 is right by Chipotle. And it is amazing. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Back in a second.